Well, hello, my friends. Pastor Daryl here, and you are kind of joining in on Walk in Faith, Not in Fear podcast today. I want to thank you for tuning in. Today is, uh, I believe it's number 16, and today I thought we'd talk a little bit about redemption. But before we even get to that point, I just got to tell you, I'm I'm running way behind because usually I, I, I do a Monday morning uh, and post it for the week, and it's just now, it's Friday. I missed all week. We've been really backed up with a lot going on, a lot of different events, and a lot of situations going on here in Monroe. Well, actually, today, uh, last night we had a uh, severe storm and a tornado go through. I live in Newport, Michigan, and I live in a, a, a modular home park, if you will, a trailer park. I'm, I'm the upper enchilat, baby. Well, anyway, uh, we had a tornado touchdown in there last night and created some damage and some uh, a lot of damage in certain parts of it and some uh, some injuries and so forth. But it's been a real mess. Of course, we're still out of power and a little bit of everything going on. But the community there and the community within Monroe has been really good about coming together and trying to help everybody out. So uh, I thank God for that. I don't know the extent of injuries or anything as far as uh, there was so much rumor and stuff going around last night from persons uh, deceased, uh, you know, everything going on. So I, I don't want to speculate, but I pray that the good Lord's able to uh, shine through in all this and uh Give them all the glory uh, for everything that's going to happen or happening. And, um, again, I thank the community within the park, the housing community there, how they're coming together. And, of course, all our, uh, all our, uh, I guess you'd say, our first responders and so forth, they've, they've been there right on point, man. They've been just working nonstop, Edison, the police, uh, fire rescue, uh, we had a couple houses flipped, uh, landed on cars, trees ripped apart, stuff uprooted, houses destroyed, windows blown out. It's, It's been a mess, but uh, everybody's coming together. And so I just got to say thank you, Lord God, for that. But anyway, <clears throat> so no excuse. I'm way behind. I shouldn't be, but I am. But good Lord, I allow him to use me, and I pray he keeps using me. And uh, let me open with a word of prayer today. Again, Lord God, I thank you. I thank you for all that you've done and do in my life and the life of those around me. And I I thank you for even through the worst times and the storms of life, if you would, Lord God, as we've seen what we went through here just last night, Lord God, on Thursday night, that life is unpredictable, and we never know when tomorrow's going to show up, if you would, Lord God. So I pray, I pray for each and every one out there today that if they have not come to know you, if they have not found redemption in you, Lord God, that they would do so because none of us went to bed Thursday planning on a tornado coming through and ripping our houses apart. Uh, again, like I said, life is unpredictable, and the only thing I have secured my future is you, and I give you praise, honor, and glory for that. So again, Lord God, I pray today you would use me, and I pray that this podcast could go out and maybe touch the life of maybe what one person, whether it be edify, educate, uplift, encourage, or maybe even help them come to the saving grace of your son, Jesus Christ. I say, use me, Lord God. Use me as any any way you see fit. And I thank you for all in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Well, thank you, thank you again, my friends. Like I said, I'm far from a professional podcaster, that's for sure. But I uh, I do enjoy this. I enjoy the fact that I can come into the church on, a, on a, any giving day, if you would. It's usually a Monday morning following a Sunday service and then just do a little one-on-one with God and then sit here and talk to you guys and do a podcast and I really enjoy that I always say this is my sanctuary within the sanctuary because my office is right off the sanctuary and I look through the window to the front of the sanctuary and there sits a big beautiful cross of Christ and uh 
it's just my little alone time, one-on-one. I come in here and read and study and so forth, and I really enjoy it, and I, I thank God for that. But uh, I'm going to start off today. I'm going to read you some scripture. We'll probably hit a couple different scriptures today, a couple different verses uh, uh, out of a couple different books, if you would. First book I want to hit you with is Ephesians chapter 1. I want to read you just a couple verses, 7 through 10. It says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that the dispension of the fullness of the times he might gather together in one of all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are in earth or on earth in him. Praise God. So, like I said today, I thought I'd talk a little bit about redemption. You know, I want to look at what it means to be redeemed when it comes to the faith, in faith to Jesus Christ, if you would. See, Ephesians, that's a wonderful book. This letter is filled with, uh, with inspiring words, actually, from God. It soars to great heights when it, when it speaks of Jesus and the life he have cre- he's created for us through his suffering and death and resurrection. Or resurrection. Let me try that again. It's a big word. See, Ephesians has been called, uh, I've heard it called the queen of the epistles. Uh, and this is like a heart-filled, stunning letter that was written by Paul. Now, mind you, this was while he was locked up in prison. See, see, it was in prison, and it was near the end of his life. See, it, soon after this, he will be beheaded for his faith. So when Paul penned this letter, well, let, let me say this. This letter is connected with Paul's letter to the, to the Colossians, which is all about the all-sufficiency of Christ. Colossians talk about the treasures of wisdom and knowledge in Jesus Christ. It talks about all the, the fullness of God that dwelt dwelt in him he meaning god alone is necessary and sufficient for man's for for you and i for our salvation understand the whole or or, or the complete thought of the colossians is based on the sufficiency of jesus christ and then ephesians is a development of that idea see my friends it addresses a problem in all creation as well as a personal problem that we meaning you and i have see the bible tells us that creation is broken i mean uh, humanity is broken we're broken okay so let, I'm, I'm gonna jump over now i'm gonna read you something else real quick i thought this was an interesting read i can tie into it here real quick i'm gonna actually be in romans 8 i'm gonna read you 19 through 22 and it says for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of son the, of the sons of god for the creation was subjected to fatality, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pains be- together until now. now I, think I'll, I think I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. So let me say this. So creation, okay, is broken. It is, it is in bondage to a point of a, 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 a decay, all right? Creation groans. Example, man's uh, fallenness ha- has broken the social union which should exist between man and the beasts. See, man is divided from man. 
class from class, nation from nation, ideology from ideology, uh, Gentile from Jew. Uh, see, friends, in every person there is a tension. We wage war within ourselves, torn between good and evil. We hate sin, but yet we love sin at the same time. Come on now. And then, worst of all, there is this disharmony between God and us, meaning God and humanity. See, we, meaning humankind, who was meant to be in fellowship with God, are separated from him. See, friends, this disunity is not God's purpose, but it can become a unity only when when all things are united in Jesus Christ. The main idea of Ephesians and disunity in the universe and the truth that it can become unity only when everything is united in Christ. Hmm, that's kind of a lot, isn't it? Basically, what I'm saying is without the presence of God in Christ, without Jesus, all of life, all of us are a mess. Come on now, see, see. It is in Jesus that we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. Whoa, man. So, so I asked, what do we gain or have as followers of Jesus Christ? What good things come about by, by us living our lives as followers of Jesus Christ? Well, I'll tell you, my friends, we have redemption. Redemption means an action of saving or being saved from sin. The action of regaining or gaining possession of something in exchange for payment. Uh, uh, clearing a debt, if you would. When we see the word redemption in the Bible, it means a freeing or releasing that happens because of a payment of ransom. Redemption is a deliverance. Bringing about liberation produced by the payment of that ransom. See, friends, in Jesus we have an exchange that was made. His life on the cross for our life. What a beautiful exchange. It's beautiful because Jesus' motive is only love. His desire for us is to be near him. That motivates him. He was It was God's love for humanity, okay, that, that, that led to Jesus, Jesus willingly going to the cross for us. What is it, 2 Corinthians 5, 20, it says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteous of God in him. See, our sins are forgiven. So, friends, our sins separated us from God, okay? Sin is, is a devastating breach in our relationship with God. Understand. We are unable to get to God by ourselves. From where we are right now, there isn't any amount of good things, any amount of deeds, any anything we can do that is going to bridge that gap. But Jesus, Jesus, because of God's love, made this glorious exchange for us, laying down his life for ours. Wow. We can't do this for ourselves, my friends. God did this for us. God did this for me and for you. Again, his reason, it was love. He did this by hanging on that cross, by laying down his life on that cross, rejected, beaten, slaughtered by humanity, and the end result is our adoption into the family of God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. See, friends, we hear many voices call for our attention, and among them is the one who reminds us that we have been rescued from sin and our separation. 
This is where our love and our devotion lies. Colossians 1, I think it's 19, 20, tells us, For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on that cross. Wow. Wow. This is speaking of the knowledge of God, both here and now and yet to come. Hmm. Jesus said as believers, the kingdom of God is with us, and we await its final coming in glory. And man, my friends, I am so thankful. I am so thankful. I have, you have, we have direct access through prayer and worship. This allows us to live in the freedom and anointing as a child of God. Mm, gives us opportunities through relationship. See, anyone listening today that has received Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord, understand you are a child of God. This is your lineage, your, your heritage, your destiny. Amen? This allows you to know him, to love him, and to live your life in the light of the redemption and forgiveness brought about by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ from God's grace and mercy in our lives. Amen, amen. You know what? I'm done. That's all I want to say today. I ain't going to push it. I hope this reached, I, I was hoping, I, I hope I was able to reach out and maybe touch somebody, encourage somebody, enlighten somebody. Remember, Christ loves you. I love you. Let's love each other. Until next time, hey, bye for now.